Hello. Hello. And welcome. Welcome. To Stories of Strangeness Halloween Special 22. Not the 22nd one, obviously, just that it's the year. Oh, God, you ruined that, love. Yeah. All right, fine. Um, <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Stories of Strangeness. I'm Mike, that's Zoe. Hello. Yes. This is our Halloween special, which should be released on Halloween, I believe. It is, yeah, because Monday is Halloween. Fantastic. And we're doing something a little bit different with a Halloween special, kind of like we did, well, Not we did like something we a little different did last we? year, but we're doing oh, something different again this year. A different, different. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to both do a piece and then see how it goes, I guess. <laughs> I okay, know. yeah. I mean, that's what we do all the time. Yeah. Let's just see how it goes. Okay. Who's going first? You are, because I can't be asked. Okay. 1855, Devon, England. On the night of the 8th to the 9th of February and after a heavy snowfall, a series of hoof-like prints yes! appeared in the fresh snow. You know this one then, I guess. <laughs> I've been waiting for you to do this since we started. Hey. Two years. They measured around four inches, 10 centimetres long, three inches, 7.6 centimetres across, and between eight to 16 inches, 20 to 41 centimetres apart, and appeared mostly in a single file line, as if the creature making them was practising walking tightrope. Reports came in from more than 30 locations across Devon and a couple from Dorset, which share a small border. The estimated total distance of the tracks was between 40 to 100 miles, 60 to 160 kilometres. I didn't realise it was that far. Yeah. Wow. Considering that they were supposedly made during only a six-hour period, whatever created them must have been moving at up to 17 miles per hour. Booking it, right? (laughs) Not in considerable speed, given that human beings walk at around four miles an hour. Hmm. The footprints ran over anything in their path, appearing on rooftops, high walls, and they traversed over rivers, appearing again on the other side, in gardens and courtyards, open fields, and even leading up to and seemingly exiting drain pipes that (laughs) measured four inches, ten centimetres in diameter. There were reports of single isolated prints in fields, and one farmer found prints either side of a haystack with the stack itself untouched. Sometimes the prints seemed to skip some areas entirely, and other times they circled around homes and churches. The locals of the time were baffled by the appearance of the strange prints and quickly put it down to old Nick himself. Satan. The only known, in quotes, bipedal creature with cloven hooves. The speculation was that Satan was combing the countryside for sinners presumably creating awkward moments in communities where some houses had been circled. (laughs) Oh, gosh. From a column in Bell's Life in Sydney, 1855. The impressions of the foot closely resembled that of a donkey's shoe and measured from an inch and a half to, in some instances, two and a half inches across. Here and there it appeared as if cloven, but in the generality of the steps the shoe was continuous and from the snow in the centre remaining entire, merely showing the outer crest of the foot, it must have been concave. The prints appeared in an area from Exmouth up to Topsham and across the Exe estuary to Dawlish and Tainmouth. But an article published in Notes and Queries in 1890 mentioned footprints as far south as Torquay and Weymouth, and even in Lincolnshire. What? Yeah. Locals followed the hoof prints which looked to have been made by a cloven-hoofed animal. Some groups went armed for a hunt, ready to jab the devil with a pitchfork or slice him with a blade. I feel like that would work. I don't know. Oh yeah, absolutely. We're talking about a, you know, fallen angel. Exactly, so obviously a piece of random farm equipment is going to be just fine. Although maybe if it was iron. Maybe, I don't know. Anyway, they followed the marks for miles without discerning any explanation for them. It's claimed that one local hunt tracked a mysterious beast to a wood near Dawlish and sent in hounds to corner the creature. The dogs allegedly soon came back, baying and terrified. People began to stay inside at night during the next few days, during which time more prints appeared. (gasps) So, theories. Several theories for animals that may have made the prints include hares, wolves, rats, mice and raccoons. 
what the mice would have to be like just like throwing themselves ba doink ba yeah the idea was that they were they were hopping and jumping no. which mice what, sometimes for, do for, for how many miles 100, six, <laughs> 100 miles is that, that might, they were just out for a mouse speedy jolly Gonzales. <laughs> <laughs> underlay underlay uh, a farmer in Dawlish noticed on the morning of the 9th of February that prints from the farm cat had been distorted by the odd weather. It had snowed heavily around midnight, then toward dawn there had been a slight thaw and some rain. Then the temperature had dropped again and there had been a frost. The melting and refreezing had warped the cat's prints into the shape of a small hoof. And I forgot to put this in, but some people mentioned seeing claw marks in addition to the cloven So are they saying that it things. could have been like the Bodmin Beast type thing? Who knows? Who knows? Or the devil has claws on his cloven hoofs. I, devil, I've no oh, I like that. The devil has claws? Yeah. Ah. Sir Richard Owen, biologist, comparative anatomist. I'm not sure what anatomy he's comparing to what, but it sounds fascinating. <laughs> and paleontologist wrote in the Lancaster Gazette just a month after the incident that badgers were responsible. Always badgers. <laughs> Owen mentions that badgers are almost the only plantigrade quadruped in Britain. And plantigrade means they use their full foot on the floor like we do. Yeah. As opposed to digitigrade, which are like dogs with, and cats that with their little walk to- on their toes, toes yeah, isn't it? Yeah. And that their footprints were far more extensive than most people would expect. So there you have it, folks. Badgers have big feet. So he went on. Big. They're yeah. Big. He went on, an esteemed zoological friend has submitted to me a carefully executed drawing of one of the more perfect impressions left in the snow at Luscombe, South Devon, on or about the 8th of last month. It was of the hind foot of a badger. Owen also pointed out that badgers do not hibernate in winter and will come out of their dens to forage and hunt when necessary, and badgers are also nocturnal. He did, however, say it was unlikely that a singular badger created all the prints. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Damn straight. 100 miles in six hours. Yeah. And what the hell was it like? I'm off for some ice cream. 17 mile an hour badger. Yeah. I really fancy... I don't want scones with cream, then jam. I want it with jam, then cream or something. Oh, uh, don't. Depends on if you're in Devon or Cornwall, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. I suppose, yeah. Which this was in Devon, so whichever way they do it. it. was. They were just angry. Horses and donkeys were discounted due to the rooftop meanderings. <laughs> Difficult to get a horse I or think, a donkey I feel onto like a roof. I feel like the... Um, the unless, guttering unless meandering. Unless it's from the Witcher 3, he's always turning up on roofs. So or my know. horse from Skyrim, Skyrim yeah. the incredible bouncing horse, which I'll yeah. post onto the Instagram page. Oh, um, God, yeah, that was amazing. That it was insane. But the, I feel like the, the gutter, that, that kind of rules out most things, apart from the mouse. Well, we're talking 1855. I'm not sure how much guttering there would have been there. You just Maybe said, didn't some. it go up some guttering? Drain pipe. Drain pipe, said. that's what I mean. Like, So a drain pipe is, yeah, you know, I suppose that it big. needs a gutter in order to work but, as a drain pipe, but otherwise it's useless. The whole thing of like like a rat up a drain pipe. Yeah. Literally, the only well, there thing. there you go. It, maybe it was a weasel. A cheeky weasel. <laughs> that's one of the things that hasn't been put forward, actually, is a weasel, so you never know. Birds were also considered, including swans, as they would easily be able to flutter over obstacles, and that would also explain the gaps in but the prints. But why weren't they flying if they wanted to travel exactly. 100 miles? Exactly. Oh my God. A one Reverend Musgrave of the time told his congregation that they were caused by a kangaroo that had escaped <laughs> from a private zoo in Exmouth. But with tiny feet. He le- well, and no they're, tail. They're they're digitigrade. I think they're digitigrade. I'm not yeah. sure. Also, anyway. they have a tail. Yeah, which probably would have. Yeah, and, and not single file, like exactly. one after the other. There I feel like, do you know what it was? Prince it either was, side. It was the devil, but yeah. he was practicing his runway walk. Because <laughs> when you do a runway walk, you're supposed to. The devil in drag. Yeah, basically. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. So you're, when, when you do a runway, they say you're either supposed to pretend you're on a tightrope, so you yeah. do one foot in front of the other, or yeah. you're actually supposed to cross, cross your feet, cross over. over. Yeah, yeah. And that's supposed to be the way you walk, because it gives Work you that it, proper, devil. It gives you a proper kind of hourglass mm. and, a, and a good sway. Okay. So the devil was obviously anyway, his way to the cider. Back to Reverend Musgrave, oh, just yes, for sorry. a moment, if you don't mind. Okay. He later admitted that he made it up <laughs> in order to alleviate his parishioners' fears that Satan had been wandering the Devonshire countryside. However, even the fabulous unipede, a rarely sighted mammal that had been allegedly spotted by the Icelandic explorer Björn Hörjofsson in Labrador in the year 1001 AD, was put forward as a possible culprit. What, what? I don't know. That's Did you as not much look information. This up? I'm going to look no. it up. 
I didn't look up a unipede. It's ridiculous. Is that, okay, you carry on. Okay, thank you, I will. Most of these theories were discounted for various reasons, however, such as the tracks not matching the animals suggested, or the fact that birds generally don't hop along in a straight line for a hundred miles when they could just fly that distance, as we've already touched upon. An experimental balloon from Devonport Dockyard has also been blamed. Author Geoffrey Household, cracking name, Geoffrey Household, <laughs> said he had been told by the grandson of a man who worked at the dockyard in 1855 that the balloon escaped, in quotes, <laughs> from the military base that night. How Good a balloon escapes, I have no idea. I mean, a spoon and a poster of, of, <laughs> of what's her face? <laughs> That balloon crawled through <laughs> tunnels filled with... Anyway, yeah. Um, Thanks, Morgan. You're welcome. The thinking being that it may have drifted off and its mooring shackles held at the end of two ropes could have touched the floor as it bobbed along, the chain links making for convincing cloven hoof prints. God, they are really, reaching, really yeah. clasping and the, grasping for this, inc- this incident was hushed up due to the balloon leaving a trail of destruction before <laughs> crashing in Honiton. How big was the balloon? Because I'm imagining well, like, just I'm a party assuming, balloon no, with a I'm, bit assume, I'm assuming hot air balloon of some kind because it was a military... Like well, a blimp. Maybe not. Maybe dr- it's more like it a dirigible? weather balloon. But then weather balloons are quite big. But then again, like I say, it would have had to have been travelling at 17 miles per hour, yeah. bobbing up and down at a very, very regular pace. Yeah. Ba-doing, 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 ba-doing. And also, at some point, it decided to circle <laughs> homes and churches and then carry on on its way. Anyway... Critics of the story state that the balloon would not have followed the unusual trail it left by the prince. By there you go. And the ropes would have caught on trees. For my own part, I doubt whether trailing chain links would leave such perfect imprints as the chains would have had a tendency to trail in the snow, even if it were bobbing up and down, especially at 17 miles per hour. Yes. Very difficult to make a clean print at 17 miles an hour by dropping something into snow. It would, yeah. have, it would have trailed. Also... No one reported seeing a balloon circling buildings? But then no one reported seeing the devil skipping along either, did they? Well, you're less likely or, to or see the devil than a balloon, bouncy circus mice, or a kangaroo, or a one... I can't find anything about a unipede. No, I wouldn't look if I, I were you. You might end up on some very feel, dodgy websites. No, I feel like... It, no, I can't find anything. Literally, exactly. it doesn't exist. I feel like it's Monty Python style. That yes. big foot. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I'm, I'm assuming like a millipede on a space hopper. Yeah. Or not a space opera, a pogo stick. I was going to That's say, it's it the devil on a pogo stick. Yeah, okay. Well, we've solved it, but I'm going to carry on if you okay, don't mind. Okay, yeah, go. So, God. <laughs> Cryptids, including sea monsters and aliens, have also been suggested as a it cause. It was nasty. <laughs> but no actual evidence for any such claims exists. Shocking absolutely no one. <laughs> uh, of course, hoaxes were considered too, at least for some of the prints. There was a marked difference between areas where the prints were dense and erratic and others where they were in straight lines up and down paths, with the latter set being touted as the fakes. I figured it out. It was like a God, flash mob. A, f- a flash mob, but, but basically... Everybody take one step each. Well, no, no, no. no like, you go, right, you start... It's like the whole, you know... You know, like in, in Hot Fuzz, where it's like, just the one, actually? No. Well, you right. go, right, you, you all go for your, like, your mile. Yeah. All at the same time. You go, you start there, and I'll, yeah. and I'll finish there, and that's yeah, where you yeah. start. Okay. You will go for it. On a pogo stick. Okay. Back to the realm of reality. Another theory has oh, it yeah. as a form of mass hysteria, with people sharing a store that grew wilder with each telling and linked incidents that had no real-world connection. I don't know about that, though, because oh, there was definitely a load of footprints over a long Yeah, thing. so that's not, like, not related. They're footprints in snow. I'm going to get to a theory of mine later. Mike Dash, who wrote a paper on the phenomenon called The Devil's Hoof Marks, because the word footprint or hoofprint was not in common parlance at the time, okay. so he used lingo of the time, Yeah, says it was none of the posited theories, with the exception of supernatural invention, could successfully account for all of the marks, and it's likely that they were caused by a combination of different factors. He also noted that mice will sometimes make marks that look like cloven hooves while hopping due to the positioning of the limbs when they jump. Again, one mouse go ah. travelling 100 miles in six hours is by hopping as well is, is slightly unlikely. Even if it was unlikely. 100 mice, 
they'd have to do it in a straight feckin' line. And then they've still got to get to the, the starting that's, point. That's an awful lot of, of organisation for mice. Yeah, yeah. and that's... T- well, you know what? Hold on. Oh, hang on. It was the brain, and then Pinky did all the hopping. No, no. I'm thinking about the mice from Hitchhiker's Guide from the Galaxy. They're super intelligent, aren't they? Yeah. They dropped yeah. down from small spaceships. Oh, okay. That makes sense. All along the way. Somehow. Jonathan Downs from the Centre for Fortean Zoology, which sounds like a place I'd love to work, had this to say on the matter. (laughs) Thousands of people across the world believe in the paranormal, but so far every single thing we have looked into has turned out to have a natural explanation. I'm sure these will as well. Do I believe that the devil comes from the pits of hell to wander around the gardens of North Devon? Of course not. Thanks, Jonathan. Um, <laughs> you are I, in a I, mood tonight, I, aren't you? <laughs> well, I said I'd like to work there, but it's like you get all these amazing reports in, and then you yeah. go, "Oh, nah. yeah, it was. It was a badger." It, <laughs> a badger. It's it's going to be almost as With disappointing as as we've been doing this show in that we look into things and go, "Oh, oh yeah, that bonker. didn't really happen." Okay, strangely, this is not an isolated case. <gasps> Fifteen years prior, a similar set of tracks were discovered in Scotland, and, as in Devon, the prints covered a considerable distance. The press on that occasion were certain that it was an animal of some sort that caused the tracks and noted that it must be a beast of considerable size due to the depth of the prints. Similar tracks were reported in Munich and at the Dresden Frauenkirche in Germany. Also on the... Oh, I'm going to have to try this one. Kerguelen Islands or Kerguelen Islands? I'm not sure. K e r g u e l e n. Kerguelen. Honestly, I'm not the person to ask. In the southern Indian Ocean, and Belgium in 1945 at the Chateau de Morveau. A 2009 report, again from Devon, appeared in the pages of modern British tabloid The Sun and referenced the 1855 case. Lastly, there was a piece printed in the Illustrated London News in 1855 that claimed another similar set of tracks appeared in Poland yearly, in the soft sand of a hill on the borders of Galicia. The report, which came from someone named Heidelberg, was given to them from a Polish doctor of medicine and noted that it is universally attributed by the inhabitants to supernatural influence. However, with no new evidence forthcoming, it's unlikely that we will ever truly know what caused the line of marks across Devonshire countryside. But a film called Dark Was the Night was inspired by the event and explored what the reaction might be if such an event happened in more recent times. I've literally just said it happened in 2009. These guys did not do their research. So there we go. That's the devil's footprints. It's it's a mad one, isn't it? Yeah, and it's it's one that I'd been wanting to do when we started the podcast, yeah, and know. then completely forgot about. And actually, I was kind of struggling to find enough material, but then I referenced quite a few different websites, which you can see the links in the show notes. But there's quite a few there. Yeah. And I just kept finding just little bits little that snippets, I could build yeah. in and add on to, and. You know, suddenly there was another theory about like, oh, this one thinks uh, this guy thinks cats did it, and this I've guy thinks badgers did it, and this guy thinks kangaroos did it. Gone. I've got a theory. I, yeah, I've gone. Oh, you're supposed to say it could be bunnies. Oh, okay. Yeah, I but always actually, forget that one. It could be. Well, I mean, hairs, hairs was or... actually touted as one, and when you look at hair footprints, they are kind of two bits, yeah, side by side, and which with, with a little with bit of a thaw and all the rest yeah. of it, yeah. So I but think it's a, a, a it's 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 a combination Long of something hair. like that. Yeah, but hairs do go some. Yeah, but, yeah, I know they can, but it's the distance and the time that really has me struggling because yeah. if you say, oh yes, yeah, seventeen miles an hour, that has to be consistent for those six for those six hours. That's that's for a, every time you yeah, go below that, would be the that average speed. you would, yeah, have, you would to have to go, to go over, faster. Yeah, which means I don't know how fast hairs can hop do you want me to look it up i'm (laughs) sure it's like it's it's around that or higher i would have thought i mean at full speed they can go some because they can outrun dogs a lot of the time can't they but yeah i think it i think it was a combination of tracks left by an animal and then like they say they assumed that that it was all one set of tracks but actually then later on they said actually there were some gaps and bits go on how fast can they go have a guess 32 miles an hour top speed Running flat out, a brown hare can hit just over 70 kilometres an hour. 
Wow, which is what an MPH? Oh, I'm going to ask for a British hair. Oh, 45 miles an hour. That's still booking it, isn't it? Really, but that's, that's going. But, but then it says when evading a predator, it doesn't say it can consistently run. Yeah, you can't you can't sustain that for a long so distance. So if it was going 45 miles an hour for two hours, yeah, it still wouldn't have done the distance. Not quite. Not no. quite. So it would well, still have to go top I mean, they speed for two Somewhere hours, between which... 60 to 100 miles. So, But still, it would not be able to, because a no, lot of these nothing things... Nothing that sprints fast is, is, is able to be, to be consistently yeah, doing that Because you've speed. either got speed or you've got... Endurance, which endurance. is what humans exactly. have. You know, the whole pursuit predation thing that I'm sure we've touched on before. It follows. It follows. The Terminator. Terminator. Westworld. <laughs> yeah. I was reading a thing about Westworld the other day that was quite interesting. They were saying that basically Yul Brynner only accepted the role because he was a he was about flat broke at the time, and it brought him back into the public eye. And Arnie did watch Westworld and based the Terminator's performance on Yul Brynner's one in Westworld. Wow! And the amount of people that I speak to and I go, "Oh yeah, Westworld," and they'll go, "Huh? What the series?" And I'm like, "No, the original film. The, no, the, the yeah, first season of the, the series is the only one I've saw seen, and it was pretty good." I've heard the second season isn't as good. But the original film was incredible, especially for the time. There were some good effects on it and stuff. And what was the other thing? There was some somebody else said they were influenced by it as well. I can't remember what it was now. Anyway, Devil's Footprints. Probably several hares, a badger, a couple of mice, a Chasing swan, a balloon. And a rat that went up a drain pipe at one point. Yeah. I think I think honestly it's it, it probably is several different animals. And because when you say, oh, there were gaps in it, well, that probably means that's where that animal stopped. And Because also, it know. doesn't, like nowadays, if it happened, there'd be someone there taking photos and videos, and you'd be able to see if it's been, like, interfered with or anything crosses yeah. it, or if it's got something running down the side of it. Because. Well, if you look it up online, there's a lot of people who drew them from the time. Yeah, but you, need, that, you that need to see them in together. In situ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and to see what. Like, if there's any way someone could have been going alongside it, making the... the th- yeah, because that's the other thing. If it was hoaxes, where are the hoaxes' footprints? Exactly. Or are they wearing some kind of stilt with a, or, a thing on the bottom? Oh, I saw which, this amazing thing. Oh, no, who was it? That's what it? Bigfoot uh, hoaxes do, don't they? They wear a, a cast on their feet so that they only leave the, the prints of the Bigfoot. Yeah, well, there was something in the past... But they're never deep the because they're not heavy enough. There was something in the past where... I think was it, it wasn't poachers... Guys used to wear these shoes with the platforms and they had two sets of hooves. Right. Like underneath them to ah, walk. So in the mud, they only left. That was bootleggers. Was it bootleggers? Yeah. Because yeah, that's where they got the name so they, from. They, possibly, yeah. Because I was reading about that recently as well. Because yeah, it was a piece They were saying on they something. were like smuggling in alcohol or yeah. whatever and they would wear shoes with different with prints, prints on, on the them. bottom. So they walked it just we looked like have animals. read the same thing. That's weird. I just. Yeah, I anyway. was just like, wow, that's a really interesting piece of like clothing for like clothing history. Yeah, you know, from that's my side of things. But yeah, so, but even then, if they're like, what do they say, sixteen inches apart? No, well, I can uh, imagine almost like a massive wheel, a massive wheel with these little hooves <laughs> eight to on. sixteen inches apart. So yeah. you've got like which is like quite a penny, small, like a penny farthing, but it's a, a unicycle. So that kind of almost discounts hoaxes, though, because. Yeah, it would have to be a unicycle in order to not leave another track exactly. behind it, unless you rode it backwards. But then it'd still be a line. Anyway. Even if you had small, like, stilts on your feet. But yeah, like, 8 to 16 inches is quite a small stride length, yeah. so it's, so it's like, unlikely to be humans, yeah. Imagine that's, like, that smaller stride to get that far. Yeah, exactly. 100 miles in 6 And then what do you want... Tiny 8 eight to 16-inch steps Because that's like at 17 miles an hour. Beam, beam, beam. That's a lot of steps. Yeah. That's like you running somewhere. I would scuttle. There would be like scuff marks. You always marks. scuttle. There'd be scuff marks. Yeah. And then I'd have to sit. If it was 100 miles, you'd find me yeah. after about a mile sitting down. I mean, I just wonder if it was something under the snow that melted the snow in an odd what? way. Or something, maybe <gasps> what like... if? Oh, no. Here's another one. Go here's on. Something. So it's been snowing. Yeah. You're an alien. You're I in your am. spaceship. Yes. You're hovering. It's uh-huh. invisible. It's covered in snow. And right. you're like, right, we've got to go. We need to head that way. And as you start to move, the snow starts to melt and you're just going across the countryside with these little drip, 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 drip. And it's just a drip all the way. But it's and a horseshoe-shaped drip each time. 
Yeah, because it's coming off. It's, it's coming off the back of his spaceship, which is a funny shape, <laughs> and also you've got the wind resistance because you're moving. And 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 you're only going at 17 miles an hour because you don't really need to get anywhere you across Devon no, very no, quickly. No, we just worked out that's how fast you'd have to go for that distance. It doesn't. It happened within a six-hour period. Yeah, it could have happened in half an hour because they were going so quick. Yeah, but if they were going so quick, it would have to have been dripping yeah, at an incredible it was rate. pouring off the spaceship oh my God. because it's a big spaceship and there's yeah. a lot of snow on it and yeah. they're going real fast, but so heated up because of the rockets. Well, there we go, folks. We've solved it. You can all go to bed now, but not necessarily <laughs> with each other. <laughs> <laughs> also, no, because I haven't done my bit yet. Oh, yeah. Although no, well, my bit I mean, will probably put them to sleep anyway. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, do you want to do your bit now, then? Are we finished talking about... I don't know, the, are we? ...the devil's drips? <laughs> <laughs> that was never what it was called, but all right. I just... I love it. I, it's a really... It's a. It's just one of those mysteries that I don't think will ever be solved, and I don't want it to be. I no. want people to just wonder about it, because yeah. that's... That's the beauty of it. I did think it was interesting that it's been re- reported in other places, though, because I've yeah, never exactly. heard of anybody else. That's like, that's an amazing kind like of like. Oh, I didn't realise it had been it happened up in Scotland, and I didn't yeah. realise there'd been reports of it in did you say Lincolnshire. Yeah, apparently. So that's I mean that's that's like a the hell other of a long way from Devon. Put the it that other way. side. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like well across the country and up a good yeah three hundred four hundred because miles yeah fair enough like out in the middle of nowhere you do find sets of footprints i mean i've been walking and found sets of footprints from like deers and stuff like that but yeah. they go for you know they like meander along they'll go for and then they stop they don't go for hundreds like oh there was also miles. something that i forgot to put in which was that these footprints appeared to be kind of converging towards the house of some lord at Ooh. the time, and I can't remember where the bit is now, so I can't find who it was. So I want to know who he was and what he was up I'll to. I'll try and put a. Maybe he'd invited him over. Do you, yeah. what, what was the date? Did you say it was February? February the 9th, 8th, and 9th, 18th. Well, you know what it was. Go he on. was on his way there for Valentine's Day. Isn't that like February the 6th, 14th? 14th. 14th, yeah, so yeah. he was going to get there early. Yeah, he was, sure. didn't want to be late. Been yeah. snowing, didn't want to get, get like held up with the snow. So, just some rich dude who decided to make a pact with the devil and seal it with a kiss. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You remember we watched Ghosts? How many times know? are we going to solve this exactly? <laughs> well, I feel like the more you know opinions we give, maybe one of them will be right one day, and they'll people will look back and go, Do you know what? Those two nutters literally they solved it and didn't even realize you're going for the kind of buy more lottery tickets approach yeah. to winning. Yeah, yeah, okay, like. Just get it all out there. It's not quite how this works, but sure. All Why right. not? Why not? Because because then what not... happens is someone listens to this and they take all of the random ideas and they come up with their idea and it kind of just like domino effect and then suddenly someone comes up with the right idea and it's all because one person heard our oh, ramblings. The thing is, even if they did, we'll never know because it's not like we can go back and check them. One day we might be able to go back in time. I kind of um, hope not, actually. Although because there's, then there'd there's be no already mysteries. murmurings that that scientists have managed to do a kind of a time travel thing with quantum quantum mechanics. Have they not seen Ant-Man? <laughs> Apparently not. Oh, dear. Or, or if they have, they just didn't think it was kind of how things really work, maybe. I don't know. Well, <sighs> there we go. Okay. All right, okay. So. Should, we, should we try for mine? Let's see if I can find it. Yeah, I'll, give you, little, I'll give you a little fanfare. <laughs> Zoe. <laughs> Have you seen yourself? Me? No. In, <laughs> in the mirror? I mean, yeah, I'm not... Okay. You know, I'm usually like, disappointed, but all right. No. Have you, like, really, really seen yourself? Funny you mention that. I was at work the other day, and there was a guy who had a very similar beard to mine and a bald head, and I turned to one of my colleagues and went, hang on, what am I doing over there? <laughs> well, okay, that fits in really, really well with this. Does it? Um... Because I was then going to say, has anyone actually asked you if you had been in a certain place at a certain time because they thought they'd seen you? Yes. And you definitely, definitely weren't there? Yes. Has that happened to you? Loads of times. Really? Yeah, Yeah, quite a few times. But like, how... But I've got one of those faces. Have you though? Yeah, I look like a potato. So anybody that looks like a potato with a beard, they mistake me for that. I'm I'm not being funny, love. You've got a very distinctive walk. We've already talked about this. Uh, People don't go in for walks. Well, people they do. people look at a guy with a bald head and a grey beard and go, oh, it must be Mike. And it's often not. 
<laughs> well, I don't do that, thankfully. Randomly just round town. Oh, hello. Oh, just you walk husband? up to somebody and grab hold of his hand. Right, <laughs> come, come on, on, let's go. Come oh, on with uh, me. And they're uh, like, uh, 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 oh, no, oh. you'll get off me. <laughs> okay, nice voice. <laughs> okay, so that's interesting, although... I'll press charges. <laughs> I'll press you. Um, okay, so bald head and beard. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there are other things that make you you, but that's maybe because I'm married to you. Yeah, um, you say that, but whenever I shave the beard off, people are just flummoxed by it. Like, my beard is my entire personality. Well, no, it's more because you look so completely different yeah. without the beard. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Which is the same like when I dye my hair. I make myself jump in the mirror because <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, oh, that's me. Oh, Oh, but yeah, the, yeah, I'm pretty sure that happened not too long ago where somebody was like, oh, yeah, I saw you the other day. You were blah, blah, blah. And I went, no, I Absolutely wasn't. not. <laughs> oh. Lucky you didn't run up and, you know, do anything inappropriate. Well, funny you should say that because it happened to me once <laughs> okay. um, when I was out with friends when I was at uni. Yeah. One of my friends came running up to me and was like, oh, my God. And I was like, what's wrong? So I literally almost just jumped on you. And then didn't. And then it wasn't you. And and then I realised it wasn't you. But this person apparently had my face. What were they doing with it? I have no idea because I I was using it at the time. (laughs) But also my hair, which was like waist length. Everybody's got your hair. It comes out in strands. (laughs) It was waist length and pink and blue. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily that common. No. But especially back then it wasn't. Yeah. And they were also wearing really similar clothes to me. Which was kind of odd, although mm. although at the time maybe. But then again, somebody with pink and blue hair—it's not out of the realms of possibility that they'd have similar cl- tasting clothes to you, is it? I know, but well, to be back then. same place, same time, you know, yeah. it was kind of one of those things where he kind of went whoa, and there was like, oh shit, that's not good. Thinking, why is Zoe talking to all of those people that we don't know? Yeah. Oh my god, that's not her. And then seeing me across the room, went <gasps> and we went to look for this person could not find them Uh, and i was like damn it the case of the disappearing doppelganger yes so doppelgangers hey hey so i've always been a little bit intrigued by that idea that thought of seeing yourself yeah or when people have said oh i saw you the other day you were doing xyz and you're like you were unicycling down the street juggling fire and i'm like yeah that was me definitely not (laughs) (laughs) it might have been you i can't unicycle no my friend richard i've never tried my friend Richard unicycled from Bristol to Bath. Wow. I know, right? 13 miles. That's, that's, that's a decent madness. amount. Of... I mean, madness. <laughs> I, don't, that for a game I don't know if soldiers. he still does. I might message him and go, do you still yeah. unicycle? Do you still unicycle? Do you still, just just I mean, asking for a friend. I was just asking for myself, just to wonder. Cause <laughs> do you madness, juggle madness. fire at the same time? I don't know if he can juggle. Okay. It went, well, it's probably best him. not to start learning with fire. Normally, you start learning to juggle and then you add fire later. Add fire to it later, yeah. yeah. Much yeah. later. Anyway, I'll I'll get on. Sure. So, doppelganger is a German word that means double walker or double goer and refers to a body double, an exact replica of a person, but it's a wraith that casts no shadow. Ooh. And to see one means all things bad. Yeah. This originally. So it's thought to be like an evil twin or a ghostly ghost type thing. It's not really a real person. Or a demon wearing your form. Something like that, yeah. Because basically, if you or anyone else sees this non-you, it's supposed to mean really bad things for you as a portent of misfortune, disaster, or even death. Just on the on the German thing, yeah. Doppelkartoffelkopf means double potato head. Oh! I love it. Can you say it again? Doppelkartoffelkopf. <laughs> and I also learned in German, eine kleine Schweine mit kleine, keine kleine Gebeine, which is a, no, a little pig with no little legs. <laughs> That's me! <laughs> so I'm the Doppelkartoffelkopf because I've got a potato head and you're the kleine Schweine mit keine kleine Gebeine. I think, oh my God. I think. I might be even remembering that wrong. Okay, anyway. Germans, feel free to correct me. Oh dear, just yes, correct him. Um, <laughs> Entschuldigung. What? That means sorry in German. <laughs> <laughs> well, it means excuse me, actually, but it's used in the same way. Anyway. Yes. Um, so yes, Victorians 
Um, oh, God, we, not them again. I know. I was going to say, yep. We are going to ban Victorians from this <laughs> I just, I've literally written here, they yep, they're Wheatley. at it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, they basically bought the idea to, like, the general populace when they were doing their whole mysticism thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, records for doppelgangers or doubles mm. have been around for way longer than that. Basically, since humankind could make records and keep written words. Right. We've written about these double spirits. Interesting thought. So there was something I read the other day about, you know about the Uncanny Valley? Yeah. Where you try and make 3D animations look realistic. Yeah. And there gets to a point where it gets to be really realistic and then it just suddenly drops down a yeah. well where people, it's it's kind of so close, but it's not quite there. Yeah. And one thing that human beings are really, really good at is recognising human faces because yeah. we do it all the time. Yeah. So when it isn't quite perfect, it falls into this uncanny valley. Now, somebody posted a tweet that basically said there is an evolutionary reason for the uncanny valley and that is that at some point walking the earth was something that looked almost like humans but weren't <laughs> yeah and we got that you that pointing <laughs> yeah you do it way better than me I anyway. was going to do the proper loud version, but my daughter's asleep, so probably best not. Mate, hopefully, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the ancient Egyptians, mm. they had a ka, or car, which was a spirit double. And do you mean like the Ford car? Yes, one of those. <laughs> driving around all over the place. <laughs> um, caused all sorts of trouble. There were no roads. Yeah. And in North mythology, they had North? The, the North. Did north. I say North? You said North. North. <laughs> in Norse mythology, the... Vardogger. The Vardogger? Okay. Vardogger okay. is a ghostly double that seems to be a premonition of the person's actions. Like they do it just before them. They get to places, it's almost like a foreshadow of what they're oh, going to do. That'd be so useful. Can you just get there and do the washing up before me? Yeah, and also go to a restaurant. I can't decide what I'm going to have. What are you going to have? Oh, yeah, that sounds good. I'll have that. You've already ordered it for me. I'll sit down and eat it. Thanks <laughs> yeah. very much. Because you can't, because you don't have a shadow. <laughs> you don't actually exist now. <laughs> You're incorporeal. Get away from my vegan burger. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, we've got records of those, but not necessarily any particular individual stories, but we know that it was a thing. And I know that um, indigenous peoples of, of America, they've, they've got quite a lot of mythology with these doubles. And pretty much all of them yeah they're up to no good they're they're, yeah, yeah. they're sneaky yeah. they're mischievous or they're just a, I mean, even, a harbinger even the of ideas doom. of like skinwalkers to an extent is like human doubles that then morph into something else maybe that was what looked like humans but weren't oh dun dun, dun. it's like werewolves or something I just, yeah you know, it's, it's just um, shifters of or, um, various kinds Werebears? No, the ones um, that didn't you do about Wendigos? That's them, Wendigos. Yeah. Or Trixie Bugger Very, Fair. very different to Wendy houses. Yeah, I used to have a Wendy house. But did not it? a Wendigo. But not a Wendigo, no. We didn't have any caves. Although we did have a couple of holes. Anyway, we've got some accounts from history. These are kind of a bit different to the normal, what you'd normally think. Okay. So we've got an account that comes from an American writer, mm. Robert Dale Owen. And he reaccounts the tale of a 32-year-old French woman whose name was Emily, I want to say Sage, but I think it's Sag- Saggy, maybe? I don't know. How's it spelled? S-A-G-E with like a little whoop and then another E. Saggy. Saggy. Saggy? Saggy. Okay, Saggy. I don't know, something like that maybe. Okay, I'm going to call her Saggy then. Or anyway, Saggy. Or fine. Miss Emily. She was a teacher in what is now Latvia, and it was 1845. Oh, ten years before the Devil's Footprints. Yeah, so while she was writing on a blackboard, Mm. her exact double appeared beside her and copied everything she was doing, like she was writing on the blackboard, did everything the same except that she wasn't holding any chalk. And 13 students in the classroom witnessed this event. Wow. Now, it doesn't say whether she realised or if she was just oblivious writing stuff yeah. on the board and they're all going what the bloody hell's going on here I don't know if they were all drunk Miss why is there two of you yeah it's like if you like you know double vision they were all just off the tits mm. 
But during that next year, the doppelganger was seen several other times, and one of the kind of biggest instant instances mm. took place in full view of 42 students on a clear summer's day. Wow. Now, the students were sitting working in their classroom, mm -hmm. and they could see Saji in the school's garden gathering flowers. Yeah. Now, the teacher that was teaching them left the classroom, and Saji's doppelganger just appeared sitting in her chair. And the so, students turn to page forty-two. It doesn't say that this doppelganger said anything. It was just sitting. Yeah. Now, there's forty-two students in that class, and they're all going, "What's going on?" Two yeah. of the girls actually got up and tried to approach the phantom and touch it, but they found they couldn't actually get close to it because there seemed to be like a force field around it. Mm. And then the image slowly vanished. Freaky. Yeah. So I mean, this is like. Obviously, this is Victorian era. Yeah. So we're getting all the kind of the weirdy, wonderful things. Yeah. We've got another example of Vice Admiral Sir George Tryon. He's said to have walked through the rooms of his family home in Eaton Square in London. He walked past several guests at a party given by his wife on the 22nd of June, 1893, which would have been completely normal had he not been on a ship manoeuvring off the coast of Syria. How did he get that through the living room? Off the coast of Syria, not in London. I know, how did he get the coast of Syria and a ship into his living room? That's just difficult. I know, right? Talk about setting yourself a challenge. But then you see, it was later reported that his ship, the HMS Victoria, had sunk that very same night after colliding with the HMS Camperdown after an unexplained and bizarre order to turn the ship in the direction of the other vessel. So literally from, ramped from I don't from know. Whom, I, don't know I don't know. I don't know, but that's that's basically not the part we're focusing on. The fact right. that he was on a ship sinking and suddenly appeared in his family home in London. Hmm. See, I've heard of that kind of thing happening a few times where it's yeah. almost more like a an astral a, projection. Yeah, or a kind of a See, ghost of somebody that's, This is it. See, yeah. the, I've just you know, I've I've said, you know, both of these examples have more of a ghostly feel about them yeah. rather than it being a doppelganger of sorts although it becomes although the more teacher one was more i know it kind of yeah. dissipated and vanished and whatever but like that at least happened when while she was, she was in the room and, and yeah. when she was around yeah so that one has more of the kind of original theory of like the wraith sort of yeah. doppelganger but then yes this second one although they say it's a doppelganger i think it's more just because it was a double that looked like him and it does sound more like the astral projection type of thing that people yeah. again was very popular at the time maybe he was just like popping back to check where his keys were or something no i think i i like to think it's that kind of in the instant of a of death wanting to be where you want to be right and, and actually he managed to be there okay you know it's that kind of people people have said a lot of times you know of, of seeing loved ones like sitting on the end of their bed and and like and that sort of thing, and then yeah. finding out and then finding of actually that they'd passed, they'd passed yeah, away, yeah. and it was like that whole kind of like last visit type thing. Yeah, which I'm going to go to the Ghibli Museum in Japan when I die. Then that'll freak some people out. <laughs> hey, <laughs> some like, random bald-headed, bearded, potato-faced guy turning up in the Ghibli Museum. It'll be like the Homer Simpson thing on the lawn trip. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Mr. Spackle. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Right. So, uh, here's another one. I don't know if you remember from a previous dream episode that I mentioned Abraham Lincoln dreaming about his assassination. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, he also had a doppelganger incident ah. of sorts. So, shortly after he was elected in 1860, he arrived home one day and looked into the mirror where he saw himself reflected in double. And he's quoted as saying... Nearly at full length, but my face had two separate and distinct images. And he mentioned that he thought they were the same, but one, and this is quote, a little paler, say five shades than the other. Now his wife is said to have taken this as a very bad omen, and she says that she believed that the second paler image represented his second term as president, which he was destined not to complete. Mm. Was she wrong? Well, apparently not, no. Indeed. He got shot by John Wilkes Booth, didn't he? Indeed, he did. So she was right. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm like, Abraham Lincoln, what's going on? Yeah. But when was he around? It was before last Tuesday. It was. 
it would have been around the sort of time of the Victorians. I, d I honestly don't know. I don't. I, I couldn't tell you. Anyway, I'm not great with dates at the best of time. So anyway, we're gonna we're gonna zoom forward in time to to now ish. Okay. You know, these days now ish. Modern. Modern. The modern era. Area. Yeah. The area. modern area. Yeah. So these days, with social media yeah. and the like, doppelgangers are weirdly way more commonplace, but in a more kind of modern sense of the word, where you go, wow, you could be siblings, you, you could be related, but you're not in any way, shape or form. So right. now we're going for science. Oh, I hope. Science. Um, okay. And again, I'm going to apologise for my pronunciation. Dr. Manel Estella. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to say, it. yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, Dr. Estella is a researcher for the Josef Carrera Leukemia Research Institute in Barcelona, Spain. Mm -hmm. He had previously studied the physical differences between identical twins, which to me sounds like an oxymoron or something. I, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but, but obviously but, there always are f small physical differences. Yes, exactly. But then he became interested in the opposite people who look alike that aren't related. Yeah. And the big qu question of. How? There's a very famous one on social media somewhere of a guy that sat down on a plane and he's like a, a kind of gingerish guy yes. with a flannel shirt and a beard and a big, big cheeked smile. Has he got glasses? No. But the guy behind him is No, no, it's the guy sat next, is it to, next him to him on the plane. Oh, he sat down into his seat and they're, they're almost they're like, wearing the same outfit as yeah. well. Yeah. So this doctor was actually inspired by an artist, photographer. This photographer realised that he was a lookalike for Rowan Atkinson. Okay. And so he decided to find other people. And he did this massive photography, like, study. study. And found yeah. people from all over the world that looked like other, that looked like each other. That's got to be so hard, though, because, like, where do you start? Cause... Well, anyway, we'll get to that. All right. So anyway, he did this big thing. This doctor, Dr. Estella, saw this study and was like, that's where I'm going to start. So... Dr. Estella took 32 pairs of lookalikes and then he asked them to take a lifestyle quiz and took DNA tests. And he also used facial recognition software to figure out exactly how much they looked like each other. He just showed them an iPhone and if both faces could unlock it... They yeah, there you go, sorted. Yeah. 16 out of the 32 pairs scored pretty much the same as identical twins. Wow. Yeah. The scientists then took huh. the DNA from those 16 to see if they matched as well. And the results were that the 16 shared significantly more of their genes than the other half of the study. Right. And they looked like each other basically because they shared parts of the DNA sequence. They were genetically similar. Yeah. Well, that when, makes sense. When asked how this could happen, <laughs> Dr. Estella said... Now, there are so many people in the world that the system is repeating itself. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. So it seems that literally we could all have doubles out there just because the building blocks just get put in the same order. Yeah. And there are now websites dedicated to helping you find your doppelganger. Oh, wow. You can just put a headshot in. Oh, and God, facial, I'd come back with hundreds. Facial record. <laughs> And one of them would just be and, Mr. And, Potato Head. Yeah, with a beard. <laughs> but yeah, you can go on there and you can find your doppelganger. But the question is, would you want to? I mean, just out of curiosity, it's not like I would contact the people or anything. I wouldn't like ring them up and be like, hello, you look just like me. Do you, you want, want to be for friends? Coffins? Do you want yeah. to be friends and confuse people? Yeah. Do you want to play some jokes on my family? I'll go to your job for a month and you go to my job for a month and we'll both end up unemployed. <laughs> and unhappy. Yeah. Yeah, no, if it was like a you could stick your headshot in or whatever and it would find people that yeah. look like you, I'd go, yeah, cool, let's, let's have well, a laugh. Well, I've got the website on but my on my. saying iPad. that, I've also done the thing where you put in your photo and it says, what celebrity do you look like? And it is so far off. So ridiculous, isn't it? I do not look like Ruby the Wonder Horse, I don't <laughs> think. But, you know, um, I was really sad because I was like, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, I definitely don't look like her. And Dita Von Teese. <laughs> No, don't look like her either. Well, you've got, you know, skin and a nose and, and you're human, so that's pretty and, much what yeah, it matched on, I Basically, guessing. yeah. Thanks, love. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I, I toyed with the idea of doing that earlier to see if I could get any hits right. for now, but then I was like, no, no, I don't want people to look at me and go, oh, I look like her, and then cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's... that's uh, 
doppelgangers. Interesting. But I, I kind of, as much as I tend to not like to do the scientific bit, to go, I really liked that. That kind of, actually, that's fairly simple mm. in the grand scheme of things that we have. And, and like you say, I mean, you know, it, it does make sense that if you look like somebody, there's there's a good chance it's because your genetic makeup is similar. But also there's the whole thing of like, because they also did part of the study was was lifestyle to see if it was your lifestyle that made you look similar as well. Because yeah, things yeah. like hairstyle and clothing choice isn't inside you. No. That's more to do with what's going on around you. But they were finding people from different places that had the same hairstyle as well as looking very, very similar. Yeah, yeah. And, and to be fair, that does have a really big effect on whether you look like someone or not. Like, yeah. you know, the same with your, you know, yeah, the beard, yeah. you being the same person, having a beard and not having a beard yeah. makes you look completely different. Yeah, true. So you could meet someone yeah. who looks identical to you and not even realise because they don't have a beard. Yeah, could be, yeah. Well, I know what I look like without a beard, so I would probably know. Do you remember, though, love? Because, yeah, honestly, I, you don't look, remember what I you were doing five minutes ago. I show people photos of what I look like with a beard all the time because I get asked so often at work. And, like, people are, well, what do you look like with a beard? Oh, yeah, there's a photo on Facebook. Have a look. Oh, you look so different. Yes, that's because I don't have a beard in that photo. <laughs> and you've only ever seen me with a beard. Honestly, it's like... It's, it's like, just hair. You're wearing a hat. I, I care less about my beard than almost anybody I know. Like, literally everybody cares more about my beard than me. I'd shave it off tomorrow if I felt like it. I've done it before. Yeah, you know, you, you probably... took our daughter out when she was about two <gasps> yes. for the day, and I was just bored, and I went, do you know what? I can't be doing with this beard anymore. So I just shaved it off, and when I got back, Evie basically sat on my knee and scowled at me for an hour. She didn't she talk wasn't to you sure for ages, was, did she? She was person. so confused. Yeah, she really didn't like, like it. Like, she could hear your voice but couldn't see your face. Yeah. Well, she could see my face, but that she, was the problem. Yeah. She didn't, I mean, to be fair, then I would wake up in the night and be like, <gasps> shit, there's some, like, thinking there's a strange <laughs> man in dude. my bed. Like, what the hell? Oh, no, it's just, it's okay. It's just my... But then do yeah. you do the same with me when I dye my hair different colours? Although I haven't done, no. haven't done such a drastic change in a really long time, but, like, going from, like, blonde to, like, bright red. No. Really? Not really. No. Oh, get... You've got the same face after. <laughs> yeah, it's, mm. it's not that difficult to see it's you. But then, like, I walk past, like, windows or mirrors and go, oh. Yeah, I, I get that. And, uh, you know, when, I, when, when I've shaved my beard off previously and I walk past the mirror and I'm like, oh, yep, forgot I'd done that. But, exactly. Yeah. No, that was, that was about it. But you've got to think, though, that this whole doppelganger thing is also an industry because you have... Lookalikes. lookalikes, yeah. Yeah, the whole point of lookalikes is that they look like a celebrity. Yeah. Um, and often have to painstakingly research their mannerisms and speech patterns and things like that, or just shut up and stand there. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, or it's have like, copious amounts of plastic surgery. So it's obviously, it's not that uncommon for people to look quite a lot like each other. Otherwise, you wouldn't have people earning money for, for simply looking like other people. Which yeah. again, when you think about that, that is the most ridiculous ridiculous way to earn a living that i can yeah. think of no no you're oh not, you're you just happen jealous. to look like a celebrity therefore here's a check yeah what the hell man? hey you, you use what you've got right i can't ever imagine though thinking to myself right it's the wife's birthday coming up i'm gonna hire a look-alike really yeah you're not gonna hire me some i'm trying to think of what who there's i'd there's... probably hire you a ricky gervais look-alike so i could punch him and hit him with a <laughs> stick yeah, do that. As long as you I give me a big hammer and a that. chainsaw first. No, no chainsaws. We've discussed this. No. A hammer? No, you're not allowed to hurt the lookalike because it's not the real person. But it would be funny winding you up by doing it. Damn, <laughs> all the lookalikes to choose. Damn exactly. And it's, it's like there's him and who else do you hate? Oh, I'm not telling you. Do you know who I really hate? Go on. So many people. Nathan <laughs> How long Fillion, have we got? Um, oh, yeah, Chris here we Hems. go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah Terrible. Yeah, really hate them. Yeah, I'm sure. But there's a list. There's miles and miles of lists of people I really, really hate. Boris Johnson lookalike. Oh, God. I'd probably vomit on them. Can you imagine that? It's like you, you like to get ready for your role as a Boris Johnson lookalike, you would have to overeat, overdrink. <laughs> go to sleep for two hours. hair. Yeah. <laughs> And, and then just run out of the door half-dressed. And then ramble incoherently even when you are sober. Yeah. Oh, well, there we go. 
I mean, thinking about it, though, it's about time we had another Prime Minister, isn't it? The new one's oh, been gosh, in office yes. a few hours now, so... Yeah. Oh, have you... Speaking of doppelgangers, okay. apparently there's a video of, of raving Rishi. Ah, I, you, do you know what? I think I saw that and I was like, and didn't realise it was supposed to be a doppelganger. I thought they'd dredged something up from his past to well, shame him. Well, I don't him. know. I don't know if it's him or not, but I randomly, ah. I just saw the headline and I didn't click through stupidly. Ah, well, but yeah. I'd already written all of this stuff and I'm like, oh, well, that's interesting. That but yeah, it, apparently really? he's like raving on a beach somewhere. Ah. But I'm not being funny. They are people too. Like, it's not like they've gone, hey, do you know what? I'm never going to dance on a beach because oh, I might be don't. prime minister one day. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the last few we've had, I'm <laughs> questioning whether they're human. I'm feeling like that whole, you know, the whole lizard people thing that we were that, talking that, about. That clip of Liz Truss where she just goes, <laughs> um, and then says nothing for like and then 30 looks seconds around like, and just looks around like, did you how see, did I get here? You saw the clip of, of them saying that was him I? from Quantum Leap, <laughs> jumping into her body going, um. Just, Maybe the next <laughs> jump will be the jump home. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and it just oh, fits genius. so well. I was that's in, in hysterics, oh, fits boy. of laughter. God, that, this... Didn't I hear recently that they're going to reboot Quantum Leap or make a so, movie yeah. or something? I can't remember. Possibly. Oh, I mean, right. it depends who they get to do. I think actually who they... I can't remember who it is, but I remember thinking, oh, that could be interesting. Yeah. But yeah, honestly, <sighs> the state of our... Yeah. Yeah, let's not. No. Let's not. No. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I feel like after... The whole debacle with with Trump, we've just gone. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, honestly, it must just be like looking at British politics over the last decade. The, the other countries of the world must just be going. What the fuck is going on over what's there? What's in their water, man? Like, what's going on? It's uh, it's basically it's Viva Vendetta, isn't it? Yeah, pretty it's, much. Uh, we're, we're we're spiraling. Yeah, there was a thing I was reading the other day. Uh, compared to Europe. Yeah. We are one of the poorest countries now. Doesn't compared to the me. rest of the Europe. There's like in because basically so many people living in poverty now. That and also the fact that because we just completely abandoned manufacturing as a yeah. as a a way to generate economy. Yeah. And we've basically shifted, shifted that over it all to banking. Out it's all banking and finance now. And they said like if you remove the city of London and its earnings from yeah. the UK we come below Slovakia and Slovenia in wow. the list of of how how poor we are, basically. Because we just don't do anything anymore. Yeah, and they're saying, like, you know, real-world wages have stagnated for at least the last seven years. Yeah, we're absolutely in dog shit, to put it mildly. Anyway, and as, as, as we're, we're, listeners we're... of this podcast will know, I'm not a fan of the current government. <laughs> Let's just move on to... Yeah, okay. <laughs> we always seem to... It's when we're not drinking. You know Do you know what, what I saw the other day, actually? This is on topic for doppelgangers, yeah. which I'd completely forgotten about. It was a clip of Knight Rider <gasps> yeah. where they showed where Michael had an evil twin <gasps> and he drove that big truck and he was called Garth, I think. Garth. Yeah, and it was just David Hasselhoff with a goatee. Oh, I love it. And it just makes me laugh because it, then it just makes you think of Bender and his like his evil his twin had like a little a little goatee, doop. and it's just like that's how you make somebody an evil twin. You put a goatee on them, a goatee or a little yeah. pointy beard. Yeah, that's it. Or some thicker eyebrows. So it makes me wonder because people often do mistake me for other people, but I've often had a little so pointy goatee. So are you the evil twin? I'm I'm somebody's evil twin somewhere, presumably, and that. I mean, yeah. And also, okay, does, thinking about tracks. it, normally when you've got like a bad group of people, they've generally, in the past, maybe not so much now because it's so much more commonplace, but they've always had piercings, tattoos and funny coloured hair. Yeah. So when people see us, yeah. are we the We're bad the baddies. Twins? Are we the baddies? Are we the baddies? <laughs> we are. Yeah. <laughs> Except no. that, you know... I'm always polite to waiters and I put my trolley back when I'm done with it. Yeah. There was a thing I was reading this morning on the news that was saying these are some ways that you can tell the character of a person. Yeah. And one of them is the shopping trolley test. They yeah. use that as a kind of a psychological test now. And they say to people, look, you know, do you put the trolley back when you finish or do you just leave it? Because there are no consequences put, for leaving it. I put it. the trolley back and not only that, if there are some scattered around close to yeah. it, I put them back to it and I make sure I push them right in so they're not going to come out. I was saying to somebody at work the other day, I've gone into other shops before now and tidied up. Like I'll see something in the wrong section and I'll go and put oh, yeah. it back and stuff like that. 
And that doesn't necessarily make me a good person. That just makes me a little bit OCD, but you know, whatever. But, but yeah, the trolley test is, is the idea because there no, there's no consequences for leaving it. There's no benefit for putting it back. So it's but just... I'm not being funny, but you, you took that... You don't, they don't have to supply you with a trolley. No, so they don't. You could but be, they you also could be nice. do supply you with people that go around and collect them. So if you just leave it, you know it's going to get collected. There's no... And yeah. actually, by leaving it out, you're keeping somebody in a job in a way. Well, no, because they go and collect it from the trolley bays. They go and collect it from everywhere, love, because if there's a trolley just trundling around yeah, in the middle of the car park, they've I got to go and like get it, haven't they? It's, it's one of those things, isn't it? You know, they've got a certain... But I, no, I, I completely agree. I think you should put your trolley back. Because I think also it's dangerous. I will say, though... Bin, and I think you should generally be a nice member of society. And, and in... also, you should let people get off the damn train before you get on. Oh, my God. The amount of times I've shouted at people, because yeah. I give I give no shits, Yeah, uh, you know very well. And I've like had people not laugh at me, but I've seen people... Or people who know me have seen me getting off the train, especially with Evie, because she's in a wheelchair. I just and, think it's just the height And I of just rudeness. shout, will you get out of the way? I will run you over. Yeah. And I've also stood at the back when I'm waiting to get on a train and people have bundled and said, stand back from the doors in a very kind of train conductor <laughs> way. And people kind of look around like, shit, who said that? And they all stand back and people get off the train. I'm like, it's not going to go without you. Yeah. You idiots. <laughs> I know. I used to think that anarchy would be a good form of government, and now I'm just like, no, because people are dicks. <laughs> yes, they are. Often. And often they're not. You know, I mean, this, this is the thing. As humans, we are biologically predisposed to notice things that are bad because it helps us survive. Yes. However, we then sometimes gloss over or forget things that are good but because it's not as important. That's like the saying, like, like generally much. in your job, they don't notice the things you do well, until yeah. you don't do them. Yeah, exactly. And then you go, well, that wasn't actually my job. I was just doing it to be nice. And yeah. they're like, yeah, but now you're not doing it. So you should be. And I'm like, well, no. Yeah. Bugger off. No, do one. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any more cases of doppelgangers. Because I think there must have been, like, one of the original cases was in Germany because that's how it got named. Well, the thing is, it's, there's artwork. Yeah. Like, there's it, it's, it's one of those things where it's so old that there's no, no real defined first case. Yeah. Because it's... It's kind of almost it's kind of it's mythology. Bef- yeah. It's it's in before it's just, records began. Kind yeah, of, it's just one of those things that's considered normal. I don't know the Germans. The Germans didn't get to name an awful lot of English words, despite the fact that they come from the same root language. Yeah, but the ones they did get to name are pretty good because you've got doppelganger, you've got poltergeist, and you've got Schadenfreude. Which Schadenfreude taking pleasure in somebody else's misfortune. Okay. Oh, and Weltanschauung which is worldview. So basically your worldview, which is shaped by every experience you've ever had. What's the word for butterfly? Schmetterling. Schmetterling. An ambulance. <laughs> Krankenwagen. Yes, Kranken. I was going to say Krankenhausen. Yeah. Because so that was one of my favourites. I've always loved the, the, the word crank for ill or sick. So the crankies, amazing. were they just... The sickies. Sick, the sickies. <laughs> They were pretty Which sick. Which actually, if you read into their backgrounds, yeah, oh absolutely. Boy, they um, were interested in I some just, I loved... alternative pursuits. Oh, I don't want to know because they're just disturbing. Do, oh. um, don't look up the Crankies. No. Orange and saft. Orange and saft. I just liked it. Apple saft. Apple saft. Kartoffel saft. Potato juice. <laughs> you can get potato That's... milk now, can't you? But actually, can you? Yeah, the milk bike. I knew potatoes had eyes, but I didn't know they had nipples. Milk up? Can you can you milk a potato? You can milk um, anything with nipples. I have nipples. Can you milk me? One of the very few funny lines in that film. Yeah. So anyway, you can get like a milk substitute made from potatoes, but I'm like, no. The only is liquid, that not just vodka? It's not vodka. It's like basically, <laughs> it's like a white Russian. Basically, you can go, you, can, you just put the two together. This potato juice and this potato juice. Do you know you put what? It together. After that really large bowl of Cheerios, I suddenly feel like I can take on the world. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to work today. Woo! I'm going to have a portion of chips with a white Russian made yeah. from vodka and potato milk. My whole life, I, then, get, I could survive yeah. potatoes for everything. And then I will go to bed and plug my alarm clock thing into the potato. Into potato, yeah. yeah. Potato, potato. <sighs> well, there we are. I love potatoes. Yes, we're I'm getting aware. my potato tattoo on the 17th, I think. I did not. You haven't told me you're getting a tattoo of potato. 
Yes, I have. have the high fiving potato. So me and Laura are going to get a potato each that's got a little handout, so we can go and high five each other. Yeah, our elbows. You definitely haven't told me that. I have. Okay, oh. fine. I'll put a photo up when it's done. Fair enough. Yes. Very good. Yeah. High five and potato. Well, that was weirdly <laughs> Halloweeny, I guess, from Not both at of all. us. <laughs> I don't know. Yours was probably more Halloweeny than mine. I just liked. Except it... mine happened in February, but other than that, very Halloweeny. Okay. Um, I'm think, going to a Halloween party. I think we might have missed tomorrow the mark night, um, which will one. be actually previous to when you're listening to this because it would have been Saturday but I'll post pictures because I'm going as a bog witch yeah so not really getting changed or doing your makeup no literally I'm just like it's my natural state so I'm just (laughs) going to go as that I feel like I'll probably have to shave my head afterwards though okay because the amount of crap I'm putting in it that's fine I'll do that for you I'm going to look terrible you'll be such a little bean head (laughs) yes it's probably time we go now isn't it because I feel like we've been talking forever forever yeah a long time okay it's been about three hours now is it tomorrow it, it is it's already tomorrow <gasps> i'm in the future i should have been at work three hours ago no anyway, anyway let's go then and say in the words of elvira unpleasant dreams bye bye love you <laughs> <laughs>